0: This is Wednesday, January twenty-seventh. We're starting day twenty-four of our common rule. We're almost two-thirds the way done with these 40 days together. And here's our morning prayer and scripture time. As we're starting this day, I want us to think a little about fasting. We have planned a fast into each week. What does that mean? Why should we fast? What purpose can it serve? Well, here is Jesus in a situation talking about fasting. Mark chapter 2, verse 18 to 20. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. And some people came and asked Jesus, How is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day they will fast. Now, the disciples of John the Baptist were troubled that Jesus and his disciples were not fasting. This came up because fasting was a normal activity of Jewish spiritual life. Fasting was woven into the festivals of the people. And most people practiced the spiritual discipline of regular fasting, taking a day each week to refrain from eating food. Jesus told John that his disciples were not fasting because he was with them. And this causes us to pause and think about the times when you celebrate and when you feast. Those are family celebrations, Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner. They're times of joy, like wedding celebrations. Jesus says that is the moment the disciples are in with Him at present. How could they fast at Christmas dinner or at a wedding banquet? You see, here we need to understand what fasting is and how it can help us in our spiritual life. The word for fasting in Hebrew literally means afflicting. Yes, it is a way of afflicting yourself, in a sense, hurting yourself by depriving your body of needed food. Why would a person want to do that, you wonder? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Fasting gives you the ability to feel your true condition. Now, in the same way that we use food for comfort to cover up the pain we are feeling, they used fasting to get honest about the way they were afflicted by sin. Think about how many of us have gained weight during COVID-19 because we've used food to mask or cover up our fear and anxiety well, the Jewish people would fast so that they could feel their true condition. So on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, for example, they would fast to feel acutely their need of forgiveness. The fasting days were days of repentance and reconciliation with God. Again, the fasting helped them to know the truth of their spiritual condition. Now, this teaches us a number of things. First, we don't fast simply to fast. Fasting may help you with your diet, but its spiritual purpose comes with intention. Second, our fasting should help us become more honest about ourselves and our condition, and as a result, it should drive us even more to God. That means that fasting should produce times of greater spiritual alertness. Times when we're more attentive to the Lord. These are times when we experience our dependence on God for forgiveness and and really for all things. And third, fasting also helps us become aware of how we use food and other things to mask our need for God. Now it's true, your thing may not be food, but likely you use something else in your life for this purpose. And if that's the case, it may be more helpful for you to fast from that. Now finally, Jesus' disciples were not fasting when he was with them. That means that there are times of celebration and joy, of feasting and plenty, and it helps us to plan these times as well. Recently, Sandy and I had a party with stone crabs with some special friends, and this was a reminder of God's goodness and a celebration of our friendship. Having these times and planning them makes our times of fasting even more jarring for us spiritually. So, feasting with Jesus when he was with them made the fasting of the disciples after Jesus' ascension even more powerful. They were missing Jesus and their fast was even more powerful because of their hunger for the kingdom of God. Now here are some ways that you can make your fasting time even more helpful in your life with God. First, decide during your that during your fast what you will focus on. What will you direct your hunger toward? It may be the kingdom of God during these times of political division. It may be an awareness of your need for God in some aspect of your life. Second, set aside additional time to pray when you are fasting. Times of silence and meditation will also make this time richer for you. And third, use this time to identify with Christ in his sufferings for you. Remember Jesus' time in the wilderness and on the cross. These were fasting moments for him. He was afflicted for our transgressions. He set aside what would comfort him so that he might comfort us. I have to believe his thoughts were directed toward doing the will of the Father and on his love for us during his fasts. How about using our fasts for purposes like that? Let's pray. Lord, we are often quite willing to diet to get our weight down. We also know very well how to feast. Teach us how to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Show us the depth of our spiritual need, so that we might run to Jesus and find life. For we pray in His name. Amen.